0: This episode of America the Podcast is brought to you by the Real American Second Revolution. Hey there, friend. You look glum. Are you tired of being oppressed by your elected officials, and the police, and the FBI, and the CIA, and the NSA, and corporations, and or just your government in general? Are you tired of walking past statues of slave owners, Confederate generals, and that rat, scallion, and rapist, Christopher Columbus? Have you grown weary of your voting rights periodically being taken away right before an election that could help change your community for the better? I bet you've also had just about enough of an economic system designed to keep the wealthy rich while you barely afford bread, medicine, shelter, and basic human dignity. Well, then it sounds like you're primed for the real American Second Revolution. With the Real American Second Revolution, you can literally free yourself from state-sponsored oppression and begin the dawn of a new age in America. The best part is, the Real American Second Revolution comes in three great flavors. Peaceful and political, a favorite of Senator and long-lost Muppet show heckler Bernie Sanders. Messy and violent, a favorite of our founding fathers. And, of course, our newest flavor, cherry! The peaceful political flavor may take a while to finish, but we promise it'll be worth it all the way to the end and beyond, or your country back. As for the messy and violent, well, that flavor occasionally hits the spot, but due to frequent human error, customers who purchase the messy and violent flavor often mistakenly purchase real American fascism along the way by mistake. As for our cherry flavor, well, that's, that's just cherry, but it tastes real, real good. That's the real American second revolution. This product is not sold in stores because freedom is now and has always been for everyone.
1: Ah, it's good to be back. Hello, America. It's America, the podcast. I mean, I could not believe that he actually did it. I mean, I don't want to take the blame, but I will if I need to. Well, that's nice of you, man, but, you know, you just gotta watch what you say, especially to Stephen Miller. I know, but he was making me mad. And all I said was, you're so racist that you would hold Trump's first rally back in Tulsa on Juneteenth. I didn't know he would actually do it, but luckily it was moved, and... We're still aware that Stephen Miller and Donald Trump are racists, so I don't know. Win, lose, I guess. I mean, it's all lose, lose, dude. You may be right. Well, at least the show is coming back and we can promote anti-racism and other good qualities that Americans should embody in their daily lives. So, are we rolling? Can we do this show yet? You are always rolling, man. How many times do I have to tell you that? at least 10 more times this season. Anyways. Hello, America! It's me, Thebidias A. starred aka The Bastard, aka The Embodiment of and Only Hope for America, and welcome to the newest season of America, the podcast! You may have noticed that we premiered a bit early back in June. Well, that's because we needed to give the police a bit of a talking to. Well, We are here now on July 4th, my birthday, and America's birthday, with the official premiere of America, the podcast. And to talk about, well, the police again, actually. But before I give you my very important words, I need to give you even more important words in the form of the news. These days, the news can come at you as fast as COVID-19 cases will undoubtedly be increasing after this 4th of July weekend. Well, I am here to shout it out you even faster, and with the curiosity of how this joke-slash-prediction will age. This is Rapid Fire News. First, coronavirus cases continue to rise in the United States, most notably in Florida. Recently, their governor and sentient douchebag, Ron DeSantis, was asked if he would close down the state to prevent the spread of the virus, saying, quote, We're not going back, closing things. I don't think that that's really what's driving it. People going to a business is not what's driving it. End quote. Keep it up, Florida. At this rate, bath salt-fueled zombies who eat people's faces, hurricanes, and meth-eating alligators, and yes, that is meth that eats alligators, will be the least of your problems next conspiracy theory radio host and slowly rotting human potato alex jones recently led an anti-masker protest at the texas state capitol on sunday june 28th drawing 150 people in a related story a group in san francisco held an anti-mask rally that uh, oh oh wait i'm sorry that was back in 1918 during the spanish flu a disease that has historically viewed as a slight cough next a group of people in Florida recently addressed a city council to protest the use of masks during the COVID-19 pandemic, with one woman saying, quote, They want to throw God's wonderful breathing system out the door. You are all turning your backs on it. End quote. It sounds like she's not using God's wonderful thinking system. <laughs> and that joke, ladies and gentlemen, was by little Cory Hernandez in Boulder, Colorado. Thank you for your submission, Corey. We look forward to your comedy stylings when you are older. Next. It has been revealed that Russia offered Taliban-linked militants bounties to kill American military personnel. President Trump was informed of this early this year and has not taken any action as of this recording. In a related story, Russia also helped Trump get elected for the presidency by allegedly blackmailing him. Oh, wait, sorry. That is from 2016 and something we are all well aware of and something the president gleefully welcomed. It's always good to know that someone who gives Vladimir Putin and Kim Jong-un frequent get-out-of-trouble-free passes is leading our country. Is my sarcasm palatable enough for you, America? Hopefully. Next! Video streaming service and place where you can watch all of America, the podcast, in video form, YouTube. Recently banned Nazi sympathizer and owner of world's most punchable face, Richard Spencer, and former grand dragon of the KKK, and man who endorsed Donald Trump for president, David Duke and more. A spokesperson for YouTube said that since they have implemented their new guidelines, the site has seen a 500% spike in video removals and have terminated over 25,000 channels for violating their hate speech policies. Ah, YouTube. It only took you 15 years of existence, countless real-life hate crimes, and the realization that David Duke was on your service to rid yourself of Nazis. I don't even think it took Germany that long. Next. The state of Colorado has ended qualified immunity for police officers, and courts will now assume malicious intent and throw out any testimony for an officer who turned off their body camera during an altercation with a citizen. Wonderful news, say countless citizens that have routinely had to do the filming for the police. Next. Breaking news. President Trump recently tweeted, shocking, I know. The tweet was in support of a group of people yelling white power at a protest in Florida. Jesus, there's a lot of Florida this week. With the president saying, quote, Thank you to the people of the villages. The radical left do nothing Democrats will fall in the fall. Corrupt Joe is shot. See you soon. End quote. I'm not going to lie. The tone of this really feels like Stephen Miller wrote it and was likely twisting his own nipples while watching the racist video itself. That's not a kink shame, he's just really into white power. And has the ear of the president. Just keep that in the back and forefront of your minds at all times. Also, corrupt Joe is shot. I would say we should call the police for that, but Bill Barr would likely just cover it up like everything else. La-da-da-da-da, our country is broken. Next! The Supreme Court of the United States has decided not to hear the challenge to the new federal death penalty procedure, effectively allowing the Department of Justice to begin executing allegedly guilty offenders at the federal level again. I say allegedly, since we in America have killed more than a few innocents via state and federal sponsored executions. Ah, America. First in prisons and executions, and last in, well, literally every good quality. This has been a bleak rapid-fire news. We'll be right back with more America the Podcast after these messages. It's America the Podcast! Hello, America! It's me, Febe Stard, a.k.a. The Bastard, a.k.a. The Embodiment of an Only Hope for America, and host of America, the podcast, the show you're listening to right now. You may have noticed that there are two different legitimate ads in our show. If you hear my wonderful booming voice dictating an ad to you, then you can be assured that the link you click in the description of the episode will go to support this show. However if there is anybody else reading the ad that is likely placed in by our distributor that will still support the show by supporting our distributor and i encourage you to still follow those ads and buy those products as well thank you for listening now here's a bunch of commercials and we are back so As you might know, there is a bit of a virus going on right now, and uh, we here at America the Podcast want to keep all of you up to date as much as possible, bi-weekly, so not as much as possible, just uh, as much as the show comes out, I guess. Anyway, here to provide said update is America the Podcast contributor and woman who once slapped Betsy DeVos square in the face for not providing enough government subsidies for private Christian schools, Michaela D'Avereaux. Michaela, what do you got?
2: COVID-19 continues to sweep the nation this week, specifically the western, central, and eastern joke states of the south, Arizona, Texas, and Florida. Each state is showing drastic rises in coronavirus cases, with Arizona, Texas, and Florida among the highest. While Governor Greg Abbott of Texas is attempting to slow the spread of the virus by closing bars and mandating masks in counties with 20 or more cases— the cases there are still on the rise, with Austin, Texas recently at the highest positivity rate in the nation. As for the governors of Arizona and Florida, they're leaving the fates of their states in the hands of the smartest, most responsible people they know, their citizens. Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida even stated there would not be any mask requirements in the states, saying, quote, I think now people understand you still need to be able to do the basic social distancing and just take the basic precautions to protect yourself end quote "I personally wholeheartedly agree. Florida may be a state with a high percentage of people getting high on meth and fighting alligators, but the American people know what's best. Why? Because. For up-to-date coronavirus numbers, please visit the link in the description to this episode. Back to you Theb.
1: Great reporting, Michaela, and don't forget everybody. Remember to wear your mask everywhere to help prevent the spread of the coronavirus. We'll be right back in a moment. It's America,
0: the podcast,
1: and we are back. As you might be aware, today's main topic is defending the police. No, so man, I no, uh, that's, what, that's, what? What do you want? It's defunding. The police. Defunding. What the hell do you mean by defunding the police? What what does that even mean? You know, like reducing their budgets? Like taking away some of their money? Wait, defunding means taking away their money? I mean, yeah. What the hell did you think defund meant? I have no idea. I'd never even heard the word up until recently. I do not give away, nor do I lose money. Unless you are living under a rock and/or have never listened to my very important words, you know very well that money is my everything. It is the god me and every other red, white, and blue-blooded capitalist worship, and I would never, ever part with it. But like, man, aren't you in massive credit card debt between like three different? I am not in debt. I am earning points. I spend them at Guy Fieri's restaurant in New York every year after I've made my regular pilgrimage to the M&M store, of course. That's not the point. The real point is here that someone in this country is losing money and I won't stand for it. America. Did you know this? Did you know this? Did you know that people are trying to take away money from the police in cities across America? Ridiculous. So many lobbyists around the country worked tirelessly and lobbied their actual souls off for every single dollar, tear gas canister, and tank that the police have. The police need those precious monies to keep the American people safe from violent individuals, such as, well, the, the police, I guess. Now granted, over a thousand people were killed by the police in 2019 alone, and sure, There's quite a few metaphorical orchards full of bad apples in police departments across literally all 50 states. And we all know that at least 40% of police officers are abusive to their families. And, of course, police unions are routinely quick to defend any officer who kills a civilian, especially when that civilian is black. And we know that it is true that the American police force was originally founded to round up escaped slaves. But without police funding, who then will respond to domestic disturbances or mental health and wellness checks? Who will patrol high schools and fail to stop school shootings? Who will slam kids to the ground when they are using their cell phone in class? Who will be there, guns drawn, when a child is playing in a public park after hours? Who will be the first responder to beat the overdosing drug addict in the head with a nightstick? Who will be sure to choke people to death while arresting them? Who will shoot small girls in the face and pregnant women in the stomach with rubber bullets while those people are protesting police violence? I mean, I suppose violence interrupters, substance abuse counselors, or something like a social worker who is trained in de-escalation techniques could respond to some of these situations. And maybe we shouldn't post police in schools in the first place. And I guess the police probably shouldn't ever use excessive force in non-violent situations. And it might be best for the police to never, ever, carry out capital punishment, like, ever. Hmm. But I thought the police were trained to de-escalate situations. Well, actually, man, most only receive a few hours of de-escalation training, likely why cops show up to protests routinely armed to the teeth. So you're telling me officers who carry military-grade weaponry can't de-escalate a situation? Because I feel like if I showed up to a protest driving a panzer, I would completely end a situation, de-escalating it by default. Mostly because people would be running away from a giant tank. Irregardless, did you know that it's not just the military-grade toys that the police are at risk of losing? There's even a call to reduce the number of police officers across the board and even some wanting to abolish the police altogether. Preposterous. If there aren't any police, who will all of the Karens of the world call when they see black people just living their lives out in public? I don't like those Karens and barbecue Bettys as much as the next person, but it's their God-given right to waste the police's time and file false reports. No. What? That's not true, man. That's, like, so, so illegal. Ah, well, I did not know that. I probably should have checked the legality of that before I called a SWAT team on a 14-year-old who pissed me off in Animal Crossing. Well, fine then. Irregardless of white people using the police as a weapon of fear against black people, if we abolish the police, all of those hard-working officers will lose their jobs. Where then will these people vent their rage if not on civilians? They'll end up losing their qualified immunity, and could end up facing consequences for their actions like the rest of this country's commoners. At least there won't be any body cams on anymore to document their actions. (laughs) It's not like they were ever turned on in the first place, am I right?
2: <laughs>
1: yes. <clears throat> My point is if we defund or abolish the police, would we be any safer having the communities self police instead of say? sending in officers with no connection to or knowledge of the communities themselves? Would we be better off having peaceful individuals like social workers calmly resolve situations with words versus having an overworked, potentially angry police officer end things quickly and with a literal bang? I believe the American people can make that informed decision themselves. This has been Did You Know This? We'll be right back with more America, the podcast after this. It's America, the podcast. And we are back. So we learned a lot today. We learned that Florida is pretty goddamn stupid. We learned that coronavirus is spreading everywhere, mostly because of Florida. We also learn that all cops are bastards and their funding needs to be taken away well, right now, actually. We did learn that in the last episode of America the Podcast, but at the same time, it bears repeating. Defund the police. End the institutionalized awfulness that is the American police force. Otherwise, well, America might have to just end it itself at some point. We've done it before. We can do it again. After all, I'm pretty sure this episode was brought to you by The Second American Revolution, now wasn't it? To quote a graphic novel, and Natalie Portman movie that poorly adapted said graphic novel, people should not fear their governments. Governments should fear their people. Now you can instill that fear at the voting booth, or you could say, purchase The Real American Second Revolution. But I encourage you to use your vote and use your voice. I love you, America. I know we can do better. Good night, and good fight. It's America the Podcast! America the Podcast is produced and distributed by Shway Media and is part of the Shway Media Podcast Network. The show was created by Tim Phillippe and is hosted by me, Febidaeus A. Starred, a.k.a. The Bastard, a.k.a. The Embodiment of and Only Hope for America. The show was recorded in Shui Media Studios and is mixed and edited by Tim Philippi. Producers for America the Podcast are Tim Philippi and Alana Matos. The show's theme song is by Timmy Two-Step and all other music was purchased through Storyblocks. If you liked the show, and you better have liked it, please leave a five-star review in iTunes. The show is available on all podcast directories including Spotify and YouTube, but the all-powerful iTunes controls the fate of all podcasts, just like the Dark Lord Sauron controls Middle-earth. May their reign be just as short. For video messages and other content, please visit our YouTube channel or head over to americathepodcast.com. We've got you covered there. And don't forget to check out all of the other spectacular shows on the Shway Media Podcast Network at shwaymedia.com. Go. Now. Now.
2: A production of Shui Media, all rights reserved. For more information, please visit shuimedia.com.